Mornings on Radio 191 FM. Ahi ahi. This is your Radio 1 Tereo Irangi Kotahi News for Rapa the 2nd of June. Kohana Tenei. The Auckland University Students Association has voted to leave the New Zealand Union of Student Associations at its annual general meeting on Monday. AUSA supplies NZUSA with roughly $45,000 a year. NZUSA President Andrew Lesles says that this is a large amount of this is a large amount of money given the funding that AUSA receives itself from the uni- from the University of Auckland. Um, so I suppose to start off with, um, we are disappointed as NZUSA as a national council and as an organisation that AUSA has taken this decision to leave. Um, we are aware that they have been struggling for quite some time financially. The funding they receive from their university is simply not good enough. They have roughly half the level of funding of um, <clears throat> a normal of other university associations. So it is um, always difficult for them to make um, justifications for any financial expenditure. Um, so the $45,000 that AUSA um, does contribute to NZUSA is a significant chunk of our um, of our budget. Um, we can still exist as an organisation. We will have to um, cut certain services. We will have to um, cut funding uh, that we do give um, to a variety of different projects and may have to reduce the amount of public advocacy we can do. Uh, but we are committed to making the budget work even without AUSA's funding, and we are hopeful as well that with the reforms that AUSA have requested um, regarding the funding uh, that they pay towards NZUSA and regarding some of the ways around how we're structured that we've committed to investigating, I am hopeful that we can convince them next year to rescind their notice of withdrawal. They've given us 12 months to reform uh, and I am committed to reforming the organisation in that time. Um, AUSA have a lot less funding um, and that's why they made this decision. Uh, I don't think that there are other associations considering this move. We are looking at perhaps some new members joining up. But the way we do ensure that members stay members and that we do get new members is by making all of our systems and our structures more equitable to recognise the differing funding that associations have and to recognise the diverse voices that we need to hear within our organisation and our movement. Lesels say that that NZUSA is committed to re-establishing AUSA's membership before the 12-month withdrawal period is up. The Greens have launched a petition to attempt to change transport legislation that would see public transport services become publicly owned and operated in a not-for-profit model. Radio 1 spoke to Peter Dowden, branch president of Dunedin Tramways Union, Whakakotahitanga Tamaru Ki Otipotito, to discuss the proposed change and how this might affect public transport in Aotearoa. I, I think it's great. Um, as a union, we, we're focused on the well-being of our members, including their safety and you know their wages and their lifestyle and, and, um, and, their, and their health and, and, and just the amount of work that they, they do. I see the, the Green Party's proposal focused on on the design of the industry, but not necessarily on the outcomes. And of course, unions are focused on outcomes. So, you know, we um, the, the very best private enterprise industry can still be better than than, than the worst public service-run um, industry. However, um, just just um, a public not-for-profit, it could be could make it better than it is now for, for the drivers. 
Under the Land Transport Act, councils must run public transport as a for-profit operation to qualify for additional funding. The petition calls for this to end and allow public transport to be a not-for-profit without jeopardising councils' other transport funding. When you sell the company that looks after its staff very well, and the new owners um, think, well, hang on, if we didn't look after our staff quite so well, we'd be making more profit. I can imagine that the the Green Party's suggestion would be to bring it back the way it was, which is, um, you know, that's one one way of improving things. And um, the um, certainly, I'm certainly not opposed to the idea. There's a lot more room for uh, him being showing concern towards people when you have a not-for-profit model. Um, but yeah, it's capable of having a bad outcome as well. But um, I think on average, your average not-for-profit probably looks after people better than your average for-profit company. So yes, I think that there's a good chance that it will improve things. The petition comes as Wellington bus drivers threatened to strike a second time after NZ Bus offered an unsavoury deal. The brakes have been put on this strike as NZ Bus and Tramway Unions, as well as Wellington Regional Council and the New Zealand Transport Agency, return to fair pay negotiations. After the heavy rainfall in Canterbury earlier this week, State Highway 1 tentatively opened last night and a detour for heavy traffic around Ashburton's Bridge has been established. The bridge was damaged by flooding and closed after drivers reported sinking. The detour around the bridge uses inland scenic route 72. Later last night, the bridge was open to light traffic travelling at 30 kilometres an hour. The bridge will be closed today from 10 till 2pm as NZTA load tests the crossing. Yesterday, NZTA reported that the damaged pier was stable after assessment and the bridge could take light traffic. On a weekday, nearly 21,000 cars used the crossing. Time for the Radio 1 News' Today in History segment. The Radio 1 News presents Today in History. Every weekday we're bringing you a knowledge blast from the past and covering an historical event right here on the Radio 1 News. On the 2nd of June 1953, our Queen Elizabeth II was crowned at Westminster Abbey in London. She was 25 years old when she became the head of state for the United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, South Africa, Pakistan and Sri Lanka. It was the first coronation to be fully televised and an estimated 277 million people tuned in to watch the event. It began at 11.15am and lasted almost three hours. The Queen has been the Head of State of the Commonwealth for 68 years. In New Zealand, the Queen is represented by the Governor-General. Newly appointed this year, Dame Cindy Kiddo will represent the Queen as Governor-General from the 28th of September this year, when Dame Patsy Reddy's term ends. This has been your news on Te Reo Iratnangi Kotahi, now for weather. The Radio 191FM weather. For the 2nd of June, we're looking at a high of about 13 degrees, a low of 7 degrees, areas of cloud clearing and becoming fine this afternoon with westerlies. Sunset is at 5.03pm and tomorrow the sun will rise at 8.09am. Kete te whakarongo mai, kwe ki te reo irarangi kotahi.